Welcome to the Martial Arts and Crafts Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Deacon, life balance coach for better adulting, martial artist, instructor, creative artist, wife, mother, and all-around person. Thank you for joining me on the show as we learn together how to make an impact through personal growth, responding to challenges, making choices, and learning more about our identity, belonging, and purpose. On to the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Martial Arts and Crafts Podcast. My name is Sarah Deacon, and I am your host for this show. Thank you for joining me again this week. I am talking about this crazy idea, a little project that I've had going on for the summer. And I just wanted to share, we've been talking about creativity. We've been talking about art and expression lately, the past couple of episodes. Um, So we're on a little bit of a trend here. And This episode also takes me back to high school. So we're just, we're just in the thick of that right now. Um, It's, it's so fitting that my son is starting his freshman year of high school um, right around this time that this episode is coming out. So yeah, interesting how, how these themes emerge, these trends come upon us, right? Everything old becomes new again. So a long time ago in a place not far from here, long before social media was even a thing, I had a book. It wasn't just any book. It was big. It was a giant date book kind of planner ledger thing it was something that businesses used to use i suppose uh it was much larger than your average book my friend had gotten his hands on a few of these big books uh from i believe his businessman father and throughout our senior year of high school and a little bit beyond These big books evolved into a kind of old-school analog version of a blog or social media feed. We used them to both record our own thoughts and we also passed them around between classes, during classes, I'm not going to say that, Um, and, and while we were hanging out in social situations and social gatherings. All of our friends and occasionally some other acquaintances would add their own drawings, writing, commentary. Some of it was messy. Some of it was brilliant. Most of it could be described as play. Goofy, creative, seeking significance kind of play. The kind we do as seniors in high school and emerging adults thinking that we are adults and we know a lot of things. Now, flipping through the old book, as I look back, let me be honest, most of the content had to do with sex. We were in high school after all, and if you've ever been in high school, this makes complete sense to you. 
it's new, it's mysterious. Some people are doing it, most aren't. A lot of people are pretending like they've done more than they have in order to seem cool, mature, adult. The emotions around the whole subject are raw, intense, and, you know, joking about it is kind of a relief. It's another way of testing the waters of that impending adulthood, adult experience, right? So that's uh, that was the old one. Now, what I loved about the big book, though, I mean, you know, besides it giving me an outlet to express some of the thoughts and feelings uh, that I was having and that my friends were sharing in uh, to a certain extent, what I loved about the big book the most was um, the collaborate effort to make our mark, The, the collaborative, yeah, the collaboration aspect, the collaborative effort to make our mark on the world, on some small piece, chunk of the world, something that would last and linger because it was physical. It was a giant book. It was like, I, I mean, it was like two inches thick and probably like, I don't know, 18 inches tall or something. It was, it was big. Um, Yeah. So the collaboration, that was, that was the, the big, the big impact uh, that and the vulnerability Ooh, that vulnerability of exposing my own thoughts. Cause I wrote in the thing a lot, exposing my own thoughts to anyone else who happened to pick it up and flip through the pages, right? The big book was a place to be myself, but sometimes more, sometimes not myself. I could invite others to get a glimpse of my inner world and maybe they would, maybe they would read it, maybe they wouldn't, maybe they wouldn't understand it, maybe they would think I was being stupid. And that was a risk that I took in those days and a risk that I continued to take as I began to interact online, to interact on social media as the space evolved into what we have today. I have appeared on YouTube on a podcast or two or three or all of mine and many of other people's. So I put myself out there. That was that was sort of the origination of it was this collaborative, communal, big book, mutual expression, interaction, engagement kind of thing. So a few months ago, on a whim, I bought a new sketchbook. Now, I have a slight addiction to purchasing new journals and blank books, so let's be clear. I honestly did not need a new sketchbook for myself, but standing in the store on that day, the big book came to mind, the one from high school. And the one I had in high school, I called A Place to Play. I did some mod podge, mod podge, mod podge on the on the big front cover. I put a picture of a you know magazine picture of a little girl with the magazine cutout letters. Called it a place to play. I you know it still is really adorable and I love it. And coming back to the present, as I was sitting in the standing in the art in the sketchbook aisle at the art store, I wondered 
what would happen if I attempted to kind of recreate the a similar experience now as a legitimate adult, mostly surrounded by other actual adults? Interesting, an interesting thought and a and an idea that I just couldn't help myself but act upon. Because of the rise and prevalence of social media and our continual and constant interconnectedness online, which often isolates more than it connects, by the way, because of this, we've lost so much of the personal and the vulnerable. The feed scrolls on and on. We notice things, we react, we click, we tap, we, we don't interact like we once did, even online. My thought is that by putting pens in hands and a book in front of someone in the same room, breathing the same air as myself, maybe we can connect on a different level, on a new level, on a level that feels risky again, a little uncomfortable, a little deep, a little vulnerable, powerful, and encouraging. Now, even if And when all people do is share maybe a favorite quote or a little drawing of a smiley face in that book, it's something. It feels strange. And as I've brought this book out into the world among other adults for a little while now, it feels strange because we've been hiding behind a screen for so long. We're used to typing on our keyboards, using emojis and GIFs as a substitute for real human expression. It feels uncomfortable because we don't tend to invite others into our personal spaces as much as we used to, and part of it for reasons that are not necessarily within our control. But to hand someone a book and a pen and say, do anything you want, just make a mark. Well, that can be intimidating on either end of the exchange. My end, their end, both. So I bought that sketchbook. It was a large one, not as large as the old big book that I passed around in high school, but too large to easily keep hidden away. So I got out my paints and I decorated the cover. I looked for for good words, you know, in the limited amount of uh, paper that I had access to, magazines, you know, junk mail, whatever, coloring books, I, I don't know. And I, I was looking for words and I wanted to title it something inspiring. So I found three words, our art book and pasted them on the cover. So the plan is to fill up the book whenever we gather And with whatever we collectively, communally need to express in any given moment. Now, some people might make a drawing. Some might write something to me or to someone else. Uh, A few people have actually, you know, treated it as kind of a yearbook. Like, hey, have a great summer. Or, you know, let's let's go adulting sometime. That's a direct quote from from one of the pages in my book. But some people are, are sharing quotes, sharing philosophies. And it's, it's exciting. It is, it is exciting. Um, 
and maybe you know maybe as we as we keep going as i stick with it because i can always i can already feel the momentum waning a little bit so i haven't brought it out in a couple of you know a, a couple of last times i've been together with people it'll come back i'm, I'm going to stick with it i i think it is powerful and what i hope is that you know as as it gets fuller and fuller that that people will maybe just glance through the pages to see what someone else did or said or drew or scribbled have done some scribbling and and maybe you know and a lot of people they they kind of pass oh i don't i don't have anything to to share right now okay that's fine um that's all okay it's all okay so my hope is that by saying yes to my invitation to participate in this project the ones who do say yes will find some fun and experience a new way of expressing themselves, creating something or connecting with somebody else. Now, I've already, you know, like I said, I've been bringing this book out to a couple of events that I've gone to. And I I go out into the world of networking because I, I have my own business and that's part of the job. When I do this, when I bring out my book, when I introduce this concept, I share that my belief is that everyone is creative and that creativity is my number one top core value. And I share that my intention is to do something a little bit out of the ordinary and not just as a gimmick because I want to be remembered, uh, you know, for my business or for who I am. It's to push myself and other people outside of our collective comfort zones it's another memorable way to talk about what I do as a coach and has actual like in the moment visceral feelings of it, you know, visceral shared experience, right? We feel it in our body. Somebody asks us to do something that we're not comfortable with. Oh, I don't think I'm creative. Oh, what does that do? What does that feel like in your body? Right? That's, that's a little glimpse of the experience of coaching where we're we're paying somebody to get us out of our comfort zones a little bit, right? And in this way, I get to share that experience without, you know, asking for a contract or commitment or asking for the sale, right? It provides space for new levels of understanding, of community, connection, even if I never directly one-on-one -on -one coach anyone in the room when I'm, when I'm bringing that concept out, when I'm introducing the book. And like I said, sometimes I keep the book to myself, hidden away as much as it can be, you know, in a backpack or bag somewhere. Because, well, it's my own fear. Sometimes I'm unsure if the time is right to make the invitation. Other times I... I've done it, even when it felt scary, when I've felt vulnerable or insecure, I have managed to have the courage to pass the book and some colorful pens and to other people and pass it around. I've asked for participation and I've had many, many people, some reluctantly, some enthusiastically, many people have accepted the invitation. I am learning that the time might never be right. Or maybe it's always right and not asking means not making a difference. It's something I need to keep in mind as, as I keep going with this. 
because this is not something that most people do, at least not those of us outside the realm of art school or our yearbook autographing phase of life. I get nervous about making that initial invitation to a new group or to a new person, the invitation to express, right? I worry that maybe they'll laugh at me. Maybe they'll think it's kind of stupid and by extension that I'm stupid too. There's always that fear, that fear of judgment, that inner critic, that voice that comes into the head, right? I know that this is not likely to happen, that people will call me stupid (laughs) because honestly, the people I choose to surround myself with are so encouraging and enthusiastic. They're willing to experience new things right alongside of me. And my challenge then for myself is to push away and push through that bit of fear, which I know it's trying to keep me safe and small and My job is to push through it and boldly make the ask anyway. And when I do that, when I begin to passionately talk about creativity, connection, and how this book project fits in with these two core values of my own, I see people open. I see fear. I see doubt. I can all but hear some of their own self-talk, even if nothing comes out of their mouth out loud. And this, this is, this is an indicator, is a sign to me that I'm on to something. It gives me a window into their struggles, to their identity. And it's an invitation for me to connect on a deeper level than a quick conversation about what do you do or a 30-second elevator pitch. Just like anything else in life, participation is not required. I'm not going to force you, <laughs> but you'll get out what you put into it. Even if you only take a few minutes to flip through the book and see what everybody else is putting in, there might be some inspiration there. You know, you might be inspired in the exact way you needed to be in that moment. Maybe what you write in our book will inspire somebody else. Maybe if you pick up a pen without knowing what you're going to do with it, maybe you'll come up with your own surprising way of inspiring yourself. Maybe the simple act of being invited to share something in this new way will inspire a new thought you might not otherwise have had. There are so many ways that this simple exercise can change countless lives as well as my own. And I'm really excited about it. I'm excited to see what's happening. And I'm excited to be connecting on these deeper levels with the people around me. So if you're in the greater Milwaukee area, prone to networking or interested in meeting up during um, the summer office hours or the office hours I keep at a local cafe, stay connected with me. I hope you'll pick up a writing instrument and come and contribute to our art book. Make sure you reach out to me either at sarahdeacon.com or on the social media at sarahdeaconcoach or my martial arts, the letter N, crafts. That's Facebook, Instagram. I'm Sarah Deacon Coach and TikTok and Twitter. So I'm everywhere you can find me. Please make sure you like, share, and subscribe this podcast. Leave a great review for me and and share it with your friends. Thank you for joining me again this week. And I can't wait to see what we come up with.